Hi all, I welcome you to the Building Culture podcast where I invite incredibly smart people who build things whether they be engineers, entrepreneurs, programmers, hobbyists or researchers it does not matter as long as you're someone who's passionate about building things I'll find you and podcast you. Hi all I want to take a brief moment to thank you all personally for supporting this podcast on YouTube and on all major podcast platforms including Google Podcasts and Spotify the podcast mainly features interesting people in robotics artificial intelligence and entrepreneurship if you believe that the information that I'm providing might be of benefit to you or to someone you know it would be really great if you could hit the subscribe button and press the notification icon so that you can get notified on time whenever the next part is out it would literally take you a second or two to subscribe to the podcast but it would really mean a lot to me because i can grow the podcast to a level that where i can reach more people invite ever more interesting guests and have a more meaningful impact so let's begin now and in today's episode we have someone who is who conducts workshops using legos for management stuff his workshops are called lego serious play has a lot of other leadership roles and is into teaching and education in general to know more about jens droger who is the guest for today's podcast i i'll add a link to his linkedin account in the description so without any further ado let's welcome jens droger hello thank you very much for having me So by the way uh, did I pronounce your name correctly yes, right Yes um I respond to several names so because people tend to forget my name so it's Jens Sven hey you Jörg so I'm fine with everything that's <laughs> that's Okay okay uh, okay yeah uh, so uh, so the german name would be Jens right not Jens Yes okay. and and for for non german speaking person uh, the surname is very difficult but even for for a native speaker it can be very difficult so I'm I'm used to several pronunciations Okay and how how's how's the actual pronunciation you, you were pretty right Droger Droger okay yeah with the r i, I might have struggled a bit there uh, yeah you German is quite good okay 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 so 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 since since i know very little about you i know that you conduct these uh, lego serious play workshops and about that we will discuss in more detail at a later section of the podcast but first can you introduce more about your uh, tremendous experience that you have i have only uh, checked your linkedin and so i know that you have you are incredibly passionate about uh, you know teaching and uh, you know management and others uh, and and things of that nature so can you yourself introduce uh, what so, you do yeah so what i basically do is currently i facilitate i'm a facilitator i'm a professional facilitator and trainer for Lego Series Play Lego Series Play method that's one part of my business my profession the other part is you're right i have a institute with a renowned steinbeis university in germany um and the directorate of that uh institute where we uh train people in mindshift so um that's where the where it links together where you why you use lego series play and how i came across lego series play and um the mind shifting stuff is training people for example in change management on leadership um so um how i came to that um i started my profession as an auditor like uh, in the year 2004 after graduating from university i started 
at a large uh, auditing company, one of the big, big four auditing companies. And I moved into consultancy um, after a while because it was auditing is always yeah, looking backward. And I wanted a bit more forward looking. So I changed within the auditing world. I changed into, uh, changed into the uh, profession of consulting. Uh, and then I moved to another consulting firm. I had some, some roles. I also had some um, interims, interim ex experience in, a, um, in, in trade, in a trading, in, in a large electronic trading company. Um, and then I moved back to consultancy. My last station was Porsche Consulting, um, okay. which, I, which I then dropped out and turned into um, medium-sized enterprises. Well, I really developed the skills and used what I've learned in change management and and leadership development. And that's where I came across Lego CS Play quite a lot. And I used it heavily within this company and I, I developed my skills and my skill set further. So that is um, part of that. Still, I am very um, close with my former university, which is a Landshut, which is close to you. Um, where you're sitting? Oh, okay. Yeah, Landshut University. Um, I studied in Cambridge and in Landshut, so um, I still have some, I do some lectures in Landshut once a year using Lego, using, using uh, change management, so I have a deep relationship with, with teaching and with, um, with universities, so I, I, I like that, I like them very much. But I'm self-employed, I'm not at the university. Uh, you're not at the university. So cur currently, uh, so currently, are you full time uh, engaged with Lego Serious Play, or are you doing some other things? Um, yeah, I just closed a change management training yesterday. Uh, okay, so it was okay. a five day training that we just finished yesterday uh, with the graduates. Um, but currently, I'm really very much into Lego Serious Play. This is mm, okay, okay. so it's training and workshops. And um, Sean Blair and I, Sean, who, who is one of my best close friends and, and mentor, lives in the UK uh, and um, wrote a book, several books about Lego Series Play, which I translated. Um, we, we developed the method in the COVID situation into, um, we developed the method into the online world. So we, we found a way to translate the haptic, the, the, the haptics into the online world. And that is where we, where we train people currently. So we do a lot of Lego CS play currently and facilitations okay, plus okay. training. Well, well, well. So, so what, what's the purpose of Lego serious play fundamentally? So yeah, if you, if you read the books, it's very academic, uh, it can be very academic, but um, I'd mm -hmm. say Lego CS play helps to unlock or to, to break emotional barriers. So okay, you, okay. you use a Lego brick, which is um, used as a metaphor. Just a brick is just a metaphor, what you use, and to unlock emotional potentials. So you, you, you use the power of intuition to say something, to develop new ideas, to say something you probably not have thought about, and to show um, um, the same meaning of something. Let's take an example. If, you, if you're familiar with, are you, are you familiar with the Agile framework, with the uh, I've heard about it, but I don't know the details of it. The Agile Framework has five values, five core values, for example. One of them is respect. Mm -hmm. So, and commitment is the other one. There's three others, but one of them is, is respect. So, if I ask you, what is respect for you? You probably say something, you know, it's 
um, be respectful to elders. Um, for me, it could be open, holding the door open for other people. For yeah, others, yeah. especially in the German culture, is calling everyone Z. Yeah. yeah. So, or talking to people in the, with the first name, uh, with surname, and not with the first names. So, we have all different kind of different aspects of what we call respect. So, yeah, and then yeah. we come in a business environment and say, we want to work respectfully. So, how can we work respectfully if everyone has a different understanding of what is respect? So, and what we try to do is use Lego, the Lego brick, to something like just something like that. Use the Lego brick and um, build a model that reflects what you understand uh, by the word respect. What is what is your meaning of the word respect? And then we try to build a shared model, a so-called shared model. We have a shared understanding of the same wording, and now we have a deep understanding of the idea of respect. This is just one part of it, like communicating emotions, it's conflict management, can be used in conflict management, so what is the deep rationale behind, the deep reason behind any conflict. It's communication issues, but it can also be used in strategy, where you build a system, a real system of a, of a, of a complex um, business environment, of a vision that you have as, an, as a business, and then you just simulate what is actually influencing your, your, what has influence on your vision. And then we just play out some, some scenarios, say, let's give um, stock market plummets by 10%. What would be the impact to our vision? And what can we do to actually um, mitigate this risk? And are we prepared to mitigate this risk? So it's very, very interesting to just to do this with, um, with the power of Lego. Uh, just, just plastic bricks or a toy. Yeah, which is regarded as a toy and can unlock so much emotion. Um, other benefit is that in normal workshops or meetings, you have uh, the so-called 80-20 phenomenon. So it's 80% um, of the content is dominated by 20% of the people. Or what we say, the alphabet, where you have um, the leader saying something, everyone follows just like because someone says it. Nobody has understood what it's actually meant, but everyone follows the leader. In a Lego CS Play workshop, everyone is involved. So you have 100% participation. 100%. So everyone is involved, everyone is heard, everyone is part of the, of the result. Mm -hmm. so, and, um, and it's short. It's really short. It's it. Uh, it can be what you usually would do in a normal uh, paper-based workshop. In eight hours, you can strip down to four hours because you are engaged. You're building. You have fun. You you and and um, it's engaging. You see the time fly by, and you have a result. So it's not play. The play just refers to gamification. The gamification part of final results it's not playing it's not children's play it's the gamification using using a toy using something playful to get engaged to find other um, ideas results to use different part of your body of your mind mm -hmm. and series ref refers to its series it's serious business okay okay so that's how the term uh, comes into play and uh, uh, so so the lego bricks essentially stand as a way to communicate you know the uh, each of the members would be communicating their own definition of a particular task for example that is being done or an idea that is being 
discussed so uh, uh, what are the scenarios in which these uh, this particular uh, way of conducting meetings is beneficial because normally how meetings are conducted you know uh, probably normal way of conducting meetings are not very efficient because they involve long hours of discussion and then probably as you also rightly mentioned not everyone would be having the same understanding of the things that are being uh, displayed in a presentation or discussed so th that's not very efficient so is this the primary motivation why uh, lego why you you know why you are advocating lego serious play and why you are conducting these workshops as a new way of uh, uh, conducting meetings mm, my primary motivation was uh, so, so, so let me let, maybe maybe let's explain a bit how i came to this uh, okay. idea so because i came to it like like it was pure pure coincidence um i was i'm a trained uh, business coach and uh, change manager and uh, during one of my trainings that i i got uh, where i was taught at change management some of my peers came to me and said Oh, we try. We are, we at Mercedes. We have something that we use. That you, something for you. We call it Lego Sears Play. We 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 try it. It's really fantastic. Something for you. And I I was what what, what is that? Never heard about that. And read about it on the, on Wikipedia and found the article on Wikipedia, which is it's okay. So and I thought, well, that's interesting. I turned back after that weekend. Uh, got to my former boss and said. I want to do that for our meetings, in our meetings. I want to do this in our change project. Okay. And he was a bit skeptical at first, but uh, he was uh, he was convinced of my way of, of working, so of my un unorthodox me methods. And so, well, if you want to do that, let's try it, give it a go. And I had my first uh, training, so I got trained in Legacy's play. And I found it very, very useful because I, I experienced the mind shift myself. So what it can do, how you engage, how you uh, get in the flow uh, using the, the bricks and how, how much you can do but just using these, these bricks. Mm -hmm. um, and these are even 48 bricks and you can do a lot with 48 bricks. Um, and um, so, and my, my why in business, why I do business is the mind shift. So what I want to achieve with people when I work or facilitate a workshop is I want to see something happening in the brains of people. So okay. something like we call it aha, the aha moment. So when people say, I've never thought about that. You're right. Oh, that explains a lot why because someone behaved like that before. So and I told you I do the change management training and I do coach training and I also do lean management trainings because um, we would say that doesn't fit together. But for me, for example, lean management is a philosophy. Philosophy. It's not just methods. The method you can read and you can implement them. But having understood well how things work, that is the real mind shift. So and that is why I use Lego. Why I love Lego series plays because I can see people. Uh, I can see how people's mind, I can see it in the face, I can see it in the eyes, I can see it in the smile when people go out, out of a workshop after four, six or eight hours. I can see what happened to them. So, and that is why I love the method, because I can achieve a lot in, in, these, short, in these short times. In a, in a way, uh, this is, uh, it enhances everyone's leadership skills because uh, you you get to understand everyone's way of 
thinking about a particular idea or you know uh, reaching at a conclusion i haven't attended uh, one of the meetings yet so I- i'm uh, i'm saying this based on what i understand from uh, what you explain now so th- uh, can you also uh, tell a bit about what change management is exactly and how you got involved in that Everything is a change. So the current COVID situation is a, is a massive change, but implementing uh, Outlook rather than Lotus Notes is a change. For example, the way um, the children grow, some, that, that can be also a change. People moving out, moving in, becoming a leader, certainly. From, mm. from a member of a team to a team leader, that's a massive, that's a personal change. So basically that's all change. And for me, change management is supporting people in this change, in this process of um, their behaviors, their feelings, mm. uh, the, um, the anxiousness they have, um, the hopes they have. Let's support. It's communication. It's the communication style. It's also, it's a change story. So how to communicate, how to transport the vision of a change. Ma- bigger change, smaller change. So um, depending on, not every change really needs needs support. Uh, but um, this is something um, that is change management for me. Supporting people, working with the, with the mm. person, with the mind, not just with processes and giving tools and say, so if you use that, use tool A and this will be the result. This is not change management. That is project management. But uh, change management okay. is working with people so to achieve something. Um, yeah, to work with so, resistance. So, so, so it's more towards the people side of things rather than the task or project side of things. Centric. I'm really pe- very people-centric and that is um, um, how I uh, approach things. For example, tomorrow I will be running a, a workshop, an online workshop, Lego CS Play. Ta- aiming especially at that, it's a large insurance, health insurer. Um, aiming especially at that, the task is actually digitalization. So they go out, these these group of people, these teams go out and uh, try to implement digital work streams at their clients. So their clients are the local uh, health insurance operation bureaus. And there are a lot of people that are just afraid of this digital digitalization because first of all, digitalization is a massive word. So what is meant by digitalization? That's the first thing we will cover. What is actually the aim of digitalization in this um, insurance company. So does everyone have the same understanding? That's the first thing we will cover. And then with that, we will find out what could be the the worries, the, what, what could be a person, your client can be, what can he be afraid of? What should, what do you think he would be afraid of? What is his, his worries? What could be his hopes? What could be his expectations, positive or negative? Um, and then we will find out what you as a team can do to actually help to support your clients to be less afraid, to meet the expectations. So, and that is kind of change management. That is how we use Lego Sales Play in this method in change management. So that is, um, we could do it differently, but in this way, in this circumstance, this was the right tool to use, especially in the online environment. Yeah. And um, and for me, it's important to only to just to have 
in the first place to have the same understanding of something. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's quite interesting. So, in every meeting, do you uh, target one particular topic? For example, you talk about uh, digitalization as the topic for the next meeting. So, is it a topic that is uh, specific to industries in general? Because I think everyone can participate in in these workshops, right? So, what are the typical themes of of uh, Lego Serious Play workshop? So it's not really targeted at at a special branch or a special industry. So that is that is not it's it's also because I'm an expert of the of the of the process. I'm an expert of the facilitation style on the facilitation process. I'm not an expert of digitalization. People are that, that these are the experts. So um, so I do different kind of workshops. I also do workshops in using the business model canvas and using Lego CS Play. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I facilitate workshops not even using any Lego at all, uh, because okay. it's not always the right tool. Um, so it's just um, I want to have serious results. That's what I call my company as serious results. I want to achieve a result, and that's how I use kind of tools. And if I use Lego, it's m- most um, it's very often the most effective tool. Um, so it's not limited to that. I, I have, I also have used it um, in a workshop. Um, it was an open workshop for people in a large uh, twelve thousand employees company. Um, Say, so what is what is digitalization for you, from an employee's perspective? Because that's just a massive word to find out to have a common definition of digitalization. Because for management, digitalization always is. It's, it's very often just about streamlining processes, um, enabling machines to communicate with each other, uh, mm-hmm. or customers just having custom build whatever um, data feed into their manufacturing systems. That is how management perceives digitalization. But the employees, they often see digitalization as something else. For them, digitalization is... It could be 3D printing as well. Could be for them. It's often like that. It's sometimes it is um, home office or homework, remote work. Mm-hmm. This is kind of digitalization for them. Yeah, and then yeah. people are afraid of digitalization. They're not only hoping that we make more revenue because they don't actually don't care about the more revenue. They care about the 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 workplace. So this is quite interesting to have the. To find out what management expectations of or per, per, uh, perception of digitalization is, and what employees' perception is, and then there's a gap, mm-hmm. and, to the, and and that is that is how the where, where the actual fun starts. So how to close the okay, gap? Okay. So now we have this. Now we have that. We're talking tomato, tomato. So that is that is where the fun starts. Okay. Okay. So, so the primary goal of Serious Results, which is the name of your company, is to eliminate any discrepancies in communication that we have between management or you know engineering team or design team. Everyone is on the same level of understanding of what the aim is. The aim is so actually every workshop has an has a goal, has an objective. So, but um, my overall aim is my overall objective is to really get down to the point, have everyone gain the same understanding and then uh, go out and work on that. So, and as a former consulting, I can also assist them in the, in the consulting work, but facilitation is facilitation, consulting is consulting, that's different by kind of business. So I don't give advice in a workshop because it's all 
the result comes from the participants, not from me. So I'm, I'm not advising. When I'm an advisor, I'm an advisor that's different. That's okay, okay. So here your primary role is facilitation of the workshops. So, and meeting the workshop objective. When I start out with a client, I was like, what is your objective? So n nobody wants an away day. Nobody just wants to spend money on, on just nothing. They, they have a reason. Every workshop happens for a reason. Nobody spends money just like for, for having a good time. It could, be, it could be that they want to have a good time, but still then they want to have a reason. They go around, they have an away day and spend money for something. So what is the objective of that workshop? And that I have to find out in, in, in the first um, several um, conversations. And then I set a workshop plan to meet this objective. So the objective is so the objective is also not defined uh, beforehand. Objective is defined in in, in the pre work. So given you would ask okay. me, I want to run a workshop. I would ask you, okay, yeah, we can do a workshop. Very fine. But what's your objective? What do you want? Okay. What do you want to achieve? What do you want to have to become better after that? So, so what do you want to have improved? So I ask, there's just only three questions, I ask a couple of more questions to find out really what is your objective to find out what you want. Okay. So, and then I come up with a plan and say, and, and I decide if whether you see Lego Series Play or different tools or a combination of several tools or use maybe the business model canvas or use mm. other playful stuff or non-playful stuff or just use grid cards or whatever we do and uh, do a combination of several items to meet your objective. And then we discuss this workshop plan. You agree on that or you want to have refinement and then we refine this mm. plan and then actually we, we run this workshop. So planning is 80%, the, the, the conducting the workshop is 20% of the time. So it's okay. the, the, the work lies beforehand. Mm -hmm. And uh, also the, the main... Uh, the main benefit I can see is within the companies, but the workshops that you conduct are open to everyone. So are you also like uh, tied up with some companies uh, in which, you know, uh, this is uh, transforming the way meetings are conducted or, or being implemented in some way? With a big client um, close to Stuttgart where I live, um, where I'm okay. in-house trainer. So they now and then book me for currently in the, in the COVID situation, it's, it's not that often currently because uh, obviously we can't meet face to face. But um, before COVID, we had, we had uh, several workshops where they really um, um, take uh, someone from external side to really facilitate the workshop to get better insights. Um, I also trained people in this company. Um, but it's a company with 12,000 people. So the, 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 so until the real way meetings are conducted is going to change, it will take a long, long time. So it's... Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. play or my style of facilitation, they usually come back. But um, in the company, I'm, I'm I usually, when, I, when I'm asked to run a workshop, maybe for example, for the, for the insurance company tomorrow, it is, um, it's a group of people that's close job. So it's just these six people that want to have this workshop facilitated. 
Um, I do have open workshops, which I run kind of meetup style, or you can book on LinkedIn and just to experience mm. the, power, the power of Lego. And it's an, it's an, it's an open, it's an open, um, uh, open round. Or, ask a general yeah. question, maybe for example, the perfect team, build a model, mm -hmm. perfect team. So this is everyone has experience with the team. So everyone can talk about this topic. It's just to, to experience Lego Swiss Play. And I can just invite all your, your visitors and, and your audience to, mm -hmm. to look at my website or LinkedIn and read the post and then just um, maybe come into one of the workshops. They are, they, they, are, they are in German. If you want to join one in English, I can advise you to go to, to my, to my uh, associates and friends uh, in, in London and UK. Mm -hmm. Currently, they are all online. So it's, it's just... Um, it just can be conducted online and okay. yeah and when so, i so these days it's even easier to attend because you're conducting it online yeah, only. Yeah. Yeah. so it's two and a half hours two hours, mm -hmm. two and a half hours which i conduct online okay. So, okay. so um so when i but when i um train people in the method of Lego Swiss Play. So if someone says well that is really interesting i want to become a facilitator myself then it's open so that is open training that is open to everyone. This is open to the public. And there's nothing there. You don't need any any particular mm, 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 degree before that. You just need an open mindset for that. Hey guys, I really hope that you enjoyed this particular conversation and it helped you in some way, shape or form. If it did, make sure to hit the subscribe button and the notification icon or the bell icon so that you can get notified on time whenever the next part is out. Also, it would be really great if you could give me your feedback in the comments below. That would really help me improve. I'm uploading small clips of the long podcasts on a regular basis on platforms like LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. So make sure to follow me on these platforms if you're someone who cannot take out time for the long episodes. The podcasts are also available on all major podcast platforms including Spotify and Google Podcasts. So if you're someone who prefers to listen to podcasts rather than watching full-length videos, make sure to follow on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you very much and see you next time.